Buenos dias, good morning. Welcome to our first chapel of the year. I am Rocio Diaz, and I am the Director of Community Engagement and Adult Outreach. Bienvenidos a nuestra primer reunión de Iglesia del Año. Soy Rocio Diaz, y soy la Directora de Enlace Comunitario y Alcance a los Adultos. Today, we recognize that we are meeting as a Goshen College community on the traditional land of the Parawatomi and Miami peoples. 
Hoy reconocemos que nos estamos reuniendo como una comunidad de Goshen College en la tierra tradicional de las gentes de Torahuatomi y Miami. Today we gather for worship. We heard last week from President Stolfus that this space is a sanctuary. This is a safe place, this is a sacred place. Hoy nos reunimos para adorar. La semana pasada, escuchamos a la Presidenta Stolfus decir que este espacio es un santuario. Es un espacio seguro, es un espacio sagrado. Chapel is a time when we come together as a faith community. To honor this special time and place, please put away your phones. I invite you to enter into this space and be fully present as we gather for worship this morning. La reunión de iglesia es un tiempo en la que nos reunimos como comunidad de fe. Para honrar este momento y lugar especial, guarden sus teléfonos, por favor. Les invito a entrar a este espacio y estar completamente presente mientras nos reunimos para adorar esta mañana. Please pray with me. Oren conmigo, por favor. God of love, we come today from many different places. Dios de amor, hoy venimos de muchos lugares diferentes. Yet, we are all gathered here as one body. Sin embargo, todos estamos reunidos aquí como un solo cuerpo. God, you are already here. Help us to become aware of your presence as we sing, pray, and worship together. Dios, ya estás aquí. Ayúdanos a tomar conciencia de tu presencia mientras cantamos, oramos y adoramos juntos. Amén. Please take your songbooks and turn to number 493. Number 493. This might be a new song to you, so join in once you feel you can.
is what I'm asking you to do. This is why I'm kneeling here beside you. This is what I want my church to be. This is what I want the world to see. Who it is to follow. Love each other. One another. Love each other. Good morning, Goshen College. All right, y'all ready, okay. My name is Lawrence Guyton. I work in the Center for Community Engagement here at Goshen College. To President Becky, all of our vice presidents, all of our deans, faculty, staff, and students, it's good for us to be here. This morning's scripture reading comes to us from the book of Philippians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 11. I'm reading from the NRSV version. If then there is any comfort in Christ, any consolation from love, any partnership in the spirit, any tender affection and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or empty conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not on your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who though he existed in the form of God, did not regard equally, equal, equal to with God, excuse me, as something to cling to, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, assuming human likeness. And being found in appearance as a human, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him even more highly and gave him the name that is above every other name, so that at the name given to Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God, the Father. And everyone said amen. amen. Let us welcome at this time our campus pastor, Pastor Jen. Let's clap our hands for her as she comes. Well, that was a nice welcome. 
So, as many of you know, I'm new here this year as your campus pastor. What some of you might not know is that last spring, I served as an interim campus pastor for a couple of months. And during that time, I tried to meet as many of you as I could. And I just listened. I asked questions. I got curious. I wanted to know what you were feeling. I wanted to hear about your faith experience here at college. I asked what you were frustrated about. I wanted to know what you were longing for. I listened. I tried to reach as many of you as I could. So I talked with students from all different kinds of majors. Education, nursing, English, accounting, biology, social work, communication, and criminal justice. I met with the Black Student Union, with commuter students, and musicians. I listened to athletes, soccer players, basketball players, volleyball and softball players. Sorry, bowling team, you weren't a thing yet. I heard from students with all sorts of religious beliefs, Catholics, Baptists, Evangelicals, Pentecostals, Mennonites, Muslims, atheists, and agnostics. I also talked with faculty and staff, coaches, professors, student life team, and the Center for Community Engagement. As I listened, what I heard over and over was this. Our campus feels divided. There are certain groups here that don't get along with each other. I wish we could come together. We long for unity. Now, Goshen College is not unusual. Divisions among groups is not a new thing. Like we just heard Brother Lawrence read from Philippians, they were struggling with this over 2,000 years ago. It's completely normal to associate with people who are just like us. The brain seeks to make patterns, it forms judgments, and it sorts things into similar categories. So it makes sense that we try to find others who look like us, think like us, behave like us, and so on. When this becomes a problem, though, is when we reduce a person to a category. It's a problem when we judge or label people, and we think that that label describes the entirety of who they are as a person. When we label people, we lose the nuance, the complexity that each one of us has as a human being. We start seeing the label instead of the person, and we forget that there's a person behind that label, a person with a story, a person who wants to be listened to. I'm not telling you anything new when I say that our country is more divided today than ever before. The word polarization 
has become all too common. We long for unity. Unity does not mean uniformity. Unity is finding common ground within our differences. Unity celebrates our individual uniqueness while recognizing that we belong to something bigger than ourselves. Unity is a coming together. We come together in unity. We are a community. I think listening is a great first step toward unity. Listening, truly listening, is a rare thing. Usually when we think we're listening to someone, we're actually thinking of what we want to say next. We're coming up with a solution for what we think they should do. We're distracted or we're projecting our own fears or experiences onto them. So how do we, as Paul said to the Philippians, how do we have the same mind? What does it mean to live like Jesus and empty ourselves? And by the way, this is not just a Christian concept. Buddha also talked about emptying oneself as the path to peace and connection that we all long for. This idea of emptying ourselves, it's not losing ourselves. But I think that true listening does involve a self-emptying of sorts because when we truly listen to someone, in order to be fully present, we need to set aside our thoughts, set aside our ideas, our opinions, so that we can fully listen. I think that listening is when we humble ourselves and look to the interests of another rather than our own. What Jesus modeled for us was a way of humility. Taking the form of a servant, he set aside his divinity in order to join us and our humanity. I think it's easy to listen to someone, or easier to listen to someone who has a similar background as me, who comes from the same experiences. When it gets harder to listen is when we're talking to or listening to someone who we perceive as different than we are, someone who is other than. Here at Goshen College, we have a program called SST, where we send students to other cultures to learn and study and observe. So in one of my conversations with a student last year, she said, you know, I think we need to bring this SST mindset and bring it here on campus. We need to bring this mindset of listening and learning and serving, bring it here and learn from students right here who are different than we are. We can listen, we can be humble. And if we do that, we'll be changed for the better. I think she was on to something. This work of listening will bring us unity 
if we go out of our way to build connections with people outside of our groups. This takes intention, and it might feel awkward or uncomfortable at first, but the results can be transformative. So, back to when I was an interim pastor last spring, it was time for the Goshen College graduation ceremony, and I wanted to participate in this all-campus event. I knew it would be another chance to observe and to get an insider view of this significant ritual. Well, when I arrived, I realized all too quickly that it was obvious that I was at the bottom. Literally. I was the very last person in a long line of faculty and staff because I was the most recently hired new employee. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. But then I also realized I was the only one who was wearing a plain black graduation robe. Everyone else had these fancy colors, these fancy stoles, stripes, robes, and here I was in this plain black robe at the end. The world of academia has a very clear ranking of who is at the top, who is successful, who is accomplished, who is driven, and who is just plain smart. Now, I'm an ordained minister, but at that point I hadn't gotten my master's degree yet, so I was feeling pretty inadequate, to say the least. I was wondering if I belonged here, and I was feeling like I didn't fit in. Then, a wonderful thing happened. At the end of the ceremony, people were milling around. The president of the college, the first one in the long line of distinguished and important and highly accomplished people, the president walked over to me, the one at the very end of the line. The president at the top walked over to me, the interim pastor, the outsider. She looked me in the eye. She smiled. She extended her hand and said, I'm so glad you're here. That was it. Not a huge in-depth conversation. It wasn't a commitment to be BFFs forever, but it was powerful. That small gesture had a huge impact on me. Each of us can do this, too. We can take steps to walk toward someone who is outside of our group. We can look them in the eye. We can smile. We can introduce ourselves. We can get curious about who they are. We can ask questions, and we can listen. We long for unity. Friends, unity doesn't just have to be an idea or something that we long for. It is possible. And it is something that can happen with intentionality, intention, commitment, and purpose. If we can learn 
how to listen to one another, if we can learn how to serve one another and care for each other, how to humble ourselves, we will be a light on a hill. I wonder, how will you commit to taking that first step toward unity in our walking together this year? What are you willing to do for our community here? It doesn't have to be anything huge. Just one small step. Maybe you want to listen more carefully to your roommate. Maybe you're a music major and you decide to attend an athletic event and cheer for our sports teams and give them our support. If you're in a majority group, maybe you can choose to join those people or groups who are in a minority to support them and listen to their perspective and make some connections. Or perhaps you decide to collaborate with a colleague in a different department. We long for unity. If you listen deep within your heart, you will know what it is that you can do. You'll know what you're being invited, what you are being invited to. You can pay attention to what inspires you, what you can do to take a small step toward bringing our community together. How can you reach out? How can you build bridges and set aside your own interests to listen to the interests of another? We're gonna have a time now of brief time of silence to consider, to reflect, to pray. And after this time of silence, when the music starts, I invite you to come forward if you'd like. And there are post-it notes and pens on these three tables here. There's one over there. And just write down what your intention is this year for how you want to work toward bringing our community together. And then I want you to take your paper with you as a reminder of what you intend to do. Let's pause now together. I invite you to take your books and turn to number 719. And if you feel that you want to come forward, if you haven't yet to write on a post-it note while we're singing this, you can do that too. But um, we will have this closing song and then a benediction. I invite you to stand. Again, number 719.
Remain standing. Go from this place knowing that you belong here. Go ready to extend a hand, to share a smile, to listen, to serve and to love one another. We come together in unity. We are a community walking together. We are a community walking together. Say it with me. We are a community walking together. Caminamos juntos. Amen. <laughs>